0: Every day, uh, mindset is to be able to be a better teacher, better person. And uh, I I believe that every day you you do, you learn from from everyone. So I used all my past experiences and I'm truly fortunate to have a lot of uh, great mentors.
1: That was Joe McEwing after 15 seasons with the Chicago White Sox organization. McEwing is preparing to start the 2023 season as the bench coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll cover topics ranging from his new gig to the possibility of Ireland one day competing in the World Baseball Classic. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Irish Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Becker. For more content on Ireland and baseball, visit irishbaseball.org right now let's welcome joe McEwing. thank you
0: for having me i appreciate it thank you
1: so you are getting ready for a new baseball season and a lot is going to be different for you this year why don't you talk about that a little bit
0: last couple of weeks have been a whirlwind first off i am truly grateful for the white Sox and the organization uh ownership front office uh player development I've learned so much from each and every single one of them, and uh, I'm truly grateful for. Uh, I started I started uh, my next chapter after after playing in 2008 with the White Sox. Uh, spent a year in AAA as the hitting coach. Spent three years managing, and then in 2012, Robin Robin Ventura brought me on as the third base coach. So I've been in the big leagues with the White Sox since 2012, and after the season. Uh, my contract was not renewed, so I, uh, you know, I was I was sitting back, reflecting, and and seeing what the next step, what the universe had had ready for me. And uh, sitting back in stillness and calmness, you're able to reflect and and, you know, go through, uh, you know, your amazing time in Chicago, one of growth, self growth, uh, you know, one of development for myself, my family, and they'll always have a special place in my heart. And, uh, as we were able to sit back, sit back for a couple months, a few, few opportunities popped up and, and one, uh, I wasn't really ready for and, and just sat back and said, you know, if, if I'm going to wait until the right thing comes along. And, uh, two weeks ago, I was out in, uh, Los Gatos, California, uh, traveling with my wife for work. And, uh, John Moselak reached out and and, uh, asked if we have, if we could have a conversation. And uh, within uh, three days, we had a conversation, I had a conversation with Mo. I had a conversation with uh, Ollie for about an hour and a half on the phone. Then we had a zoom call the next day and, and it was, it was just an amazing fit. And you go back to where it all started you know I signed I signed with the Cardinals in 1992 and you know 30 years later I'm returning home you know so it's a special feeling you you get re-energized and you feel like a you feel like a kid again
1: so you are entering a completely different situation because with Chicago you were dealing with a very young team that was trying to come up and reach their potential with The Cardinals, you are entering a team that literally has it all together right now, and you are now steering the ship. You're trying to be one of those guys to keep everything moving in the right direction. A lot of veteran players, a lot of incredible talent. It's almost like night and day compared to what you were dealing with last year.
0: You know, uh, with the White Sox, As an organization, we went through a rebuild and, and, uh, we built something special and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to a place to where we could compete and be able to sustain for, for a period of time. And, uh, you know, last year was not where we wanted to finish. Uh, but I, I believe it's, you sit back and it's, it's, it's growth. You know, you, you learn from, uh, from your past experiences and, and hopefully it Allows you to grow and be better for the next upcoming year, and you know, very fortunate to be able to step into this opportunity. And uh, like I said many times, uh, talking to Mo, I'm, I'm truly grateful for the organization for believing in me. And 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 uh, I just said I I, I just want to be a piece of this puzzle to keep it going. It's a beautiful painting, uh, and I I just want to keep it moving forward and and get to the postseason and see what happens.
1: Yeah, definitely an excellent situation for you. So what do you take from your time as a player to incorporate into being a coach? Or at this point, have you been on the coaching side of things for so long that you don't even necessarily think like a player all the time? Now you've been in that coach mindset for so many years. No, I think, I
0: think, uh, all of our past experiences, uh, built us to where we are now. And, uh, you know, as, as we continue to learn every day, grow every day, uh, you learn from every single individual you come across, whether that's, it, you know, walking down the street or on, on a baseball field, you know, you learn and grow. And the moment you stop, you might as well stop, stop breathing, you know, and, uh, you always want to, everyday uh, mindset is to be able to be a better teacher, better person. And uh, I, I believe that, that every day you you do, you learn from from everyone. So I used all my past experiences and I'm truly fortunate to have a lot of uh, great mentors, uh, leaders that I have learned from, I take bits and pieces from, uh, on, some on what not to do and and to spin it into a positive way uh of of how you would how you would use it moving forward in your in your teaching style or your leadership style and uh you know there's not one really individual uh there's so many i'd hate to leave people individuals out because i've been fortunate to be around a lot of great teachers leaders mentors and and for those I'm truly grateful for and i believed once i got into the coaching side after i stopped playing it was my time to give back it was my time to give back of of the past experiences that i was taught from from those great individuals and uh you know just be able to spread my word and 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 one thing i never forgot how hard this game is this game is extremely extremely difficult you know you think about failing seven out of ten times and you're one of the greatest players in the world uh of all time and uh that's a lot of failure so this game is extremely hard and it's about the players it's not it's not about the coaches it's 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 not it's about the players and and you know you 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 put your energy and and your love in into the player and find out your psychologist and find out how to get them to uh, be the best they possibly could be at whatever level that is, uh, whether it be A ball, double A's, you know you you try to get the most out of them and and you care about them. You care about them on and off the field. and that's what this amazing game's about is the friendships and the memories that that come across.
1: So after being one place for 15 years, how do you adjust to, you're about to head to a brand new spring training, a brand new philosophy, everything is going to be different, and you just spent 15 years under one system, and now you're stepping in somewhere where they know what they're doing, like you do not have to reinvent the wheel here, so what is that going to be like, how do you adjust to that?
0: It's a crash course, you know, and uh, you think about you for fifteen years, you're in in one spot, and you know uh, you know going in what what to expect every day from all the individuals around you. And uh, you know, stepping into this new situation, i'm I'm excited. I'm extremely excited uh, uh, to continue to learn, to continue to grow. And it's been a crash course of, of learning the system, uh, players and, you know, trying to, trying to coincide and, and be cohesive with everything. And, and what I expressed is I'm going to lean on everyone. I'm going to, I'm going to lean on, on, uh, Ollie, I'm going to lean on all the coaches, I'm going to lean on the players. I'm going to lean on the travel secretary the clubhouse guys to help me navigate through this and, uh, you know. I haven't been to Jupiter since I got traded in 2000. So, you know, 23 years, uh, I'm going to go down a couple of days early to uh, familiarize myself with uh, with the uh, ballpark and, and the fields and so that I, I go in prepared and not not surprised, try not to be surprised by anything. But, you know, when, you, when you're when you thrown in those situations, you know, baseball is baseball, you know, uh, but from the mental aspect of it, being able to try to slow things down and, and, you know, uh, lean on, lean on others for help.
1: So this one is kind of topical because we just had Scott Rowland elected to the baseball hall of fame, great defensive third baseman who also produced a lot at the plate. You're about to be coaching a guy who's very, very similar to that, who is one heck of a good glove at the hot corner, but also can produce with the bat in Nolan Arenado. Do you think that that could be the trajectory for him, being that player who maybe isn't the flashiest guy out on the field where you don't think of him for years and years and years, but he continues to put up those numbers year after year after year to the point that you have to start thinking about him for Cooperstown,
0: absolutely. And first first off, congratulations to Scott Rowland. well deserved so much respect for for Scotty and uh, just the way he went about working, playing the game, played the game hard, played it the right way. And uh, when you're always when if this if this I'm trying to build this to uh, you know when you're talking to umpires and the catcher behind the plate, and at the end of the game he go he did an amazing job You didn't even notice him right and uh you know I think that's the same thing with Scotty and and he went about his business he played the game hard It, it was like a nine to five let me punch the ticket I'm I'm playing hard uh I'm playing to win and at the end of the day the the numbers take care of themselves and uh you know and over a long haul they start to build up and you look back and you go wow that's a pretty amazing career and uh you know scotty played the game hard he played it the right way i know being in the middle of the infield when he got the first base i would always tell shortstop third baseman give me the ball quickly or i'm going to be laying in left field so you know so much respect for scotty and, and congratulations and as far as knowing uh I'm just i want to stay out of the way sit back and and, and watch you know i it, it's always been it's so much fun to watch him compete and play uh there's something every day where you go wow that's different you know uh and you never you never want to take that for granted you always want to be in awe of of, of how good uh an individual is but also how easy they make it look at times uh, you know, I managed against Nolan in the, in the Arizona Fall League in 2000 in 2011, and uh, he's been the same guy ever since. And amazing player on both sides of the baseball. Uh, takes his craft very seriously, and uh, I'm excited to I'm I'm truly excited to be able to watch that every single day. Stay out of the way, pat him on the back, great job, keep going, and you know, but. You know, like you we talked about walking in a situation where you have two MVP candidates on the same team, it's 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 pretty special. It doesn't happen much in this game.
1: And I think getting back to Roland for just a second, I think he is the rare combination of a player who his old school mentality bears out in the new school analytics. You look at the numbers and it shows you what you thought you were seeing, but It really does bear out when you look at those numbers. How do you, as a member of a coaching staff, and obviously it's going to change under new management, if you will, but how do you balance those two things, those two aspects of the game, the analytics and some of the more traditional aspects of the game?
0: i think it's amazing blend i think it's the holy grail right when you're able to blend when you're able to blend both uh you know when the human element and 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 the numbers come together it's it's the holy grail and uh you know it's all the information is amazing and when you ask questions and and you you uh get the information and you you understand individuals Different ways of of how they get there. You know, you you sit back and you're amazed at times. And uh I'm amazed every day, you know, how okay, I, I like to ask a lot of questions in in those arenas because like I want to see how uh certain certain individuals get to that point, you know, where you could project the number and 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 the outcomes and and you know, and then on this side, uh the player. And when you see it like close in numbers wise, and and or right on, you're like, "Wow, okay, you know, I love that." Let me let me try to let me try to blend that into uh, what we do. And we, you know, as so far, uh, get me up to speed with with the organization. They do an amazing job at communicating from top to bottom, and. Uh, and understand you start to understand the whys, you know, and it's and in- everyone's on the same page, and it's 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 a beautiful blend, and you know I'm I'm excited to learn and grow with them uh, during this process.
1: And obviously, this is the Irish baseball podcast, so I can't let you go without talking a little bit about your Irish heritage. I know you've had conversations with Sean Clancy, for example, yeah. on the irish american baseball society but for somebody who's just hearing you for the first time on this podcast why don't you go a little bit in depth into your irish heritage and particularly what it means to you in your day-to-day life
0: and, and I'm, I'm truly blessed truly grateful uh to my my mother my father uh both irish scottish uh, there's a there's a there's a blend of everything uh but one i'm i'm i'm, I'm truly grateful for and you know i think it, it i you hate to put uh one definition on on what it means to me because i i believe it, it shapes it shapes individuals in so many ways of what they're going to encounter throughout life when you learn from when you learn about your ancestors and 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 what uh, what they've been through, what they walked in, you know, to to guide my parents, to guide us in the in the in the steps that we're taking today, and and uh, it's one I'm truly grateful for, and and continue to learn learn about, and uh, I'm excited for uh, baseball in Ireland, you know, to get it to get it uh, up and going. Talking with John and Sean, uh, multiple occasions and, and putting some uh, work behind it, hours behind it. It's, it's going to be a steady growth and, and one we're excited about.
1: Absolutely. Of course, talking about John Fitzgerald, the founder of the Irish American Baseball Society. We're about to have the World Baseball Classic. It's going to be coming up this spring training and it is really going to raise that level of interest in people playing for their country. And Ireland, not there yet, but what do you think having an Irish team that would eventually start to compete at a level that maybe one day down the road, the World Baseball Classic is a reality, what do you think that would mean not only in Ireland, but to Irish Americans here in the United States.
0: It would mean so much, you know, and uh, to the people of of Ireland and and individuals here uh, to be able to represent uh, Ireland and on the baseball field and throughout, you know, throughout the country. And, uh, you know, I I believe in in the process of it, of doing it the right way and being able to, uh, Build a foundation uh, like you're building a house from the from the ground up, and make it strong, so that when you when you are ready to compete at that level, that it's something that uh, Ireland will be proud of, and and individuals competing on that team will be extremely proud of.
1: Absolutely, Joe McEwing. Thank you so much for being on the show. We really really appreciate it. Always love talking to you.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have an amazing day.
1: I'm Rick Becker, and this has been episode 53 of the Irish Baseball Podcast. We will return on February 13th with the first part of my conversation with Mike Ciano, who oversees live streaming and on demand for Major League Baseball. That will be on episode 54 of the Irish Baseball Podcast.